Welcome to episode 153 of the Book Wars Pod. Sorry, I just had a bunch of notifications just pop up on my screen unexpectedly, so that, that threw me off. Welcome to 153, the Book Wars Pod. It's not my fault! Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. Uh, as you can hear, I'm Chris. I'm here with Kristen, Rana, and Miranda, as Technically, usual. Technically, they couldn't hear us, just you and Han. As you can hear, I'm as you as you can hear, I'm here with uh, 1982 Harrison Ford. Uh, <laughs> this is a big episode for us. 1980, whatever. Don't fucking at yeah, me. Yeah, it, it can't. 77, 80, and 83. Yeah, that was yeah. Lando. Oh, that was Lando. Oh shit. Well, then I'm 1980 Billy D. Williams. I I really leveled up there. Uh, what are we talking about? Star Wars. <laughs> uh, the <High laughs> Star Wars. We're talking about the same Light thing of the every Jedi. week. <laughs> Wait, Keeks can tell us when and where we're talking about. Yeah. Pop quiz. <laughs> no, I only read a little bit of this book. <laughs> the, qual- the quality of the podcast has really stayed exactly the same. Uh, we are reading The High Republic Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule, uh, chapter 26 through the interlude after chapter 35 i think that's part two i think that's yeah. i think it's part two yeah um and before we get into it what's everyone drinking burp go hi i am drinking prosecco she's a fancy bitch the we kind with the blue label la marca we had a virtual mixology class at work yesterday that was kind of poorly attended but one of the one of the drinks was like a champagne cocktail can you tell so us about it what was in it I uh, so it was supposed to be gin but i don't drink gin so i use a little vodka and um like muddled strawberries mm, sounds and, good and then some simple syrup um but I bought a whole fucking bottle of Prosecco, so now I gotta kill it. Was there a gincident? There were a couple of gincidents. <laughs> that was my Thank first you for asking. Gincident, and I'm a big fan. I was of gonna this. say I'm stealing this word. Yes, yeah, same. I love it. In- encouraging, like I'm, I'm all for drinking at work, but encouraging people <laughs> to drink hard liquor on a work call is risky. It, it was at four thirty. It was like risky. <laughs> Yo, one time... Do it at 9 a.m. or don't do it at all. <laughs> yeah, right? The, the first virtual class we did, uh, this one girl who, like, doesn't really talk to people when you pass her in the hallway in the before times had, like, two... It was her birthday, I guess. She had two friends. They just were, like... Her friends came to the office? No, this was virtual. <laughs> oh, oh, in the before times, she didn't In the make before times, she okay. wasn't... I thought you were saying she brought two friends to the office who were doing shots... <laughs> <laughs> like that, that is would be a fucking bold move. Listen, I'm not going to pretend like I haven't done a shot in my office before. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting There's a lot happening on the <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we're going to move Ron, forward. Ron, are you drinking? <laughs> yeah. Um, I can say I've never done a shot in my office. Well, now that I work remotely, I guess that's not true. But 
<laughs> technically it was it in my friend's true. cubicle area so mm. um i am drinking wine it is upshot it is a red wine blend i love the label i can't speak though i mixed upshot and supposedly so my new word is supposedly uh which is not opposedly like o-p-p-o yeah anyways whatever opposedly so, um, comes. it's it's fine um so supposedly it's 32% Malbec, 32% Zin, 25% Merlot, 6% Petit Verdot, and 5% Riesling, which is surprising for a red wine blend. But it is delicious. It has so many facts. I don't know how many is too many, but it has a very nice label with lots of information, including that it aged for 15 months. The pH is 3.72. Uh, the TA, which I assume is about tannins, but I don't know what the actual word is, uh, is 0.56 in the average bricks is 25.7 degrees so don't know what that means brie i don't know i don't i don't know what that is i'll google it later no i know a brie (laughs) i know my cheeses um it's from sonoma county it was harvested in october fermented until mid-november bottled in wait that can't be right whatever bottled in february and find um in february a year and a half. I can't read. Whatever. It is what it is, but it's a very cool infographic. Um, it's a little bit confusing, and I should have looked at it before I did this. Uh, and it is from 2019, 14.5% alcohol. It was harvested September 25th, 2019, finished um, in October of 2019. And so I'm almost done with this random information. <laughs> But it says, this rich, supple wine bursts with blackberry and dark cherries with hints of spice followed by lush, rounded tannins and a lingering finish. I'm not going to lie. I bought it about 70% because it was on sale significantly and 30% because it had a cool label that I apparently can't read. That's you said it's good though, it. right? It's delicious. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it I was like, that. when I say it was on sale, it was like, it was a wine I would not have normally bought. It was at the supermarket. <laughs> Um, not that I wouldn't have bought it because it was at the supermarket, but because it was like a 25 or 27 bottle of wine that was on sale for like $15. So I was oh, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. that's yes, the best. Screaming deal. Yeah. So that's why I was like, okay. And I'm really glad I got it because it's really good. Where the um, hell were you that you could buy wine at the supermarket? Castle Rock. Blame Cadman. Is Castle Rock not in Colorado? <laughs> you <laughs> can buy wine in Englewood too. Douglas County allows you to buy wine at the supermarket Fun. and hard liquor and shit. Douglas um, County, of oh course. Oh my god, it's Brent, by I think, county. I don't know what why county. Is this, why is this country so chaotic? <laughs> I don't know what county Englewood is in, but Cherry Creek and Englewood, you can buy in Littleton. You can buy alcohol at the supermarket too. Cherry Creek, I feel like, is in Adams. That's so fucking weird. Is Boulder County just annoying? No, Adams can't, County, you can buy beer but nothing else. And then, but I know that um, my friend lived in. Oh no, sorry, I'm thinking of Glendale, not Englewood. My friend lived in Glendale, and the Target had a liquor store in it. Like, it's like when I went to Wisconsin for the first time and their supermarkets have hard alcohol. And I was like, what? Oh, yeah. I go to Washington. That's or, shit's wild. Or California. Florida. When I, the or first California. time I went to Florida and I walked by a CVS and it had a liquor store. I was like, Hell this yeah. is a different world. I don't like Florida, but sorry. Um, Florida. Being able to buy liquor at CVS. I was just so shocked. I was like, oh, there's CVS. Walk, walk. Wait a second. Yeah. What are you drinking, Keith? Uh, I am drinking this. I'm trying to get my levels right because they were look weird. Am I quiet or am I okay? You fine. sound fine. Okay, great. Sorry. Fuck. Um, I'm drinking this beer Miranda left at my house. It's called Good Vibes Only. Uh, it's a hazy IPA from Barrelic Beer Company. 
Um, it's a hazy India pale ale as described. Uh, Centennial and cashmere hops. Um, it's 6.7%. Uh, I've only had a little bit of it before. Um, and now I'm going to drink it. Um, Rana, take pictures of that bottle of wine. Oh, I did. Oh, good. Um, I can see Argos behind you. Yes, isn't he so cute? Oh, he's cleaning himself. Don't look at that. Um, oh no, it's, it's fine. He's, I can just kind of see him. He's biting his tail. Yeah, um, that's he important. was falling asleep very, very cutely. He got a what? lot of fun in the snow, and I let him be off leash, and he sprinted around in circles for a while. So oh, I love that for him. Orca's oh, gonna be so the mad. Pillow like a human. <laughs> Orca's gonna be so furious when he goes outside to pee tonight. He's gonna oh. be like, "What is happening?" Meanwhile, Argos gets the zoomies. Uh, a week ago, he—I know that we're not talking about dogs for the pod, but why not? Yeah, we are. He had a little vet incident, and he wasn't supposed to like get any exercise for a week other than like going outside to go to the bathroom and he was non-stop husky noises so i took him for a small walk and i was like, okay we have to go really slow every time we got to like the slightest little snowbank that was left in someone's yard he would start sprinting around in circles like jumping up and down i was like okay this is fine i think he likes the snow what do you guys think <laughs> no he hates it <laughs> he does. chris what are you drinking um i am drinking beer uh, it is from Dry Dock Brewing in Colorado. It is. Oh, they're good. I like their shit, and this is. They have good sours. This one I think is like cool. limited edition. It is a pomegranate smoothie. I've had uh, their blueberry smoothie. I think. Yeah, it so was it's. Delicious. I think I. Ha- I think I have two, and it's very similar. It's ale brewed with pomegranate, vanilla, and lactose, mm. and it tastes like you're drinking a pomegranate smoothie, and it's fantastic. Um, Keeks and Burb do uh, does. Oregon have stout month in February or is that a yes. Colorado thing? Yeah, yeah, no, it's stout month. I was just um, in Astoria at pod favorite uh, brewery, Fort George. It was, it was stout month. I don't know. <laughs> I was just asking cause I was going to ask Chris if he's done stout month anywhere yet. No, I was just going to say, come up to Boulder and we'll go to um, uh, mountain sun. Oh, yes, please. Uh, I will text you and Kate uh, in the thing because I really want to. And we finally, I told myself I'd wait until we were like below 2,000 cases a day for a seven-day moving average. And we just got to that point like two days ago. So now I can be a human again and socialize. I'll still wear my mask and demand to sit outside in the cold, but it's fine. Reasonable. Yeah, I... I always say, like, oh, my God, I'm going to drink so many stouts in Stout Month, and here we are in the middle of the I month. I never have, as long all. as I've moved here, and I fucking love stouts. So this, this is the year. No, it's going to happen. You're going to come visit. It's going to be – the that pub has, like, 50 stouts on the menu during Stout Month, and they're all fantastic. Yes, you guys still I have, will, like, uh, two weeks. That's a lot of stouts. You can drink a lot of stouts in two weeks. It's true. Famously. <laughs> Famously. <laughs> um, uh – Chris, what's our cause for this book? Our cause for this book is to go donate blood and donate to your local food bank. Um, so you should go online at google.com and search for those. <laughs> or your preferred search engine. I don't or, know you, or your preferred search engine. Still around. DuckDuckGo, as I hear on NPR. Uh, Actually, you know, I use DuckDuckGo w- w- on my phone and it sucks. <laughs> okay, it uses DuckDuckGo exclusively. It, doesn't, w- it has terrible <laughs> searching algorithms. I agree with you www.askjeeves.com uh, I prefer to use the built-in search function in the Microsoft Edge browser. Thank you very much. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I go download a defunct Internet Explorer and use that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another uh, 
cause that you should give your money to is the Cyber Civil Rights Initiative, uh, which is at cybercivilrights.org. Uh, if you are involved in the Star Wars community uh, in the past couple weeks, two weeks ago, uh, there was an incident where this piece of shit uh, harassed somebody and then sent around like a PowerPoint, of a PowerPoint day. trying to show that he was not harassing somebody in which it was very clear a that he was harassing somebody and b included his own dick pic in it <laughs> and sent to people without permission Look, um, i love powerpoints but that's not cool yeah that's that's you're using a powerpoint yeah, for, evil, for sure have you not heard this burp we're gonna have a, a chat i knew offline. something was happening but I really excel at not having any mm. fucking idea. I could have what's sworn we literally on. talked about this in the group chat. We I did, think but it was sort of kind. Not. Yeah, it wasn't like specifically identified. No. I respect that you're just like, oh, this seems important. I'm not going like, to ask. Yeah. Oh, there's. I was like, there's clearly <laughs> something happening. I'm always like, someone needs to get punched in the face. Give me all the details. Yep. I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, no. So he's super a creep. I'm always like. Do I, like, name them to shame them or not name them to not give them notoriety? I never really know. I would say at this point, like, I don't know that we need to name them, but I will say that I have a lot of empathy for everyone who had to deal with that. And, yeah, yeah uh, I hope that I guess I should be careful with what I say, but <laughs> I hope that uh, people get what they deserve. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I say. Retribution. Yeah. People, people have shit coming to them. And... The reason we bring it up, other than to just talk about what is wrong with the Star Wars community in many ways, um, a lot of Star Wars podcasts that are usually, but not exclusively, uh, white male run, uh, decided to do the, we need to wait for all the facts, and let's hear his side of the story, and then not want to, and then we just want to hear, you know, everybody's feelings about this in a judgment-free forum. Bullshit. Um, That sounds bullshit. Yeah, so... Those I don't want to call out those podcasts, um, but just be aware of which podcasts you're listening to, and be aware of who the hosts are, and make sure that you understand what they stand for when the chips are down. Because, to be honest, most of them and most men in, and particularly white men in the Star Wars fandom and in life, do not have your best interests at heart. Yeah, especially what? in life. Yeah. Yeah. Safe to say man why don't we have a good soundbite about how awful men are key because we got to figure that one out i think that's just the podcast i was yeah, gonna that's say just, I, that's just the sound I talk of, like, a lot any on this pod <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know what a good sound drop would be for that um yeah no you're right it's just life it is uh, an all-existent all-encompassing sound bite. Uh, so i think it know, would be somebody talking about uh sloppy steaks at, uh, <laughs> or, or yeah, when he's talking to the baby and he's like, I used to be a real asshole. <laughs> uh, I've got a, a meme oh. saved on my phone that's into the trash shoot fly boy, but it says fuck boy. <laughs> yeah. It would be I bad. like the one of the woman like pushing, it's like a, a Renaissance painting and she's like pushing the man down and then it's like uh, into the trash, like fucker or whatever. It's it's not Star Wars related, but it's very funny. I can't think of it now, but that's excellent. I'll find it and I'll I'll send it out to people. This one is mild, but it's the sentiment stands. I hate it when he does that. <laughs> Accurate. There you go. Yeah, all these like big podcasts are always like, let's do podcast meetups at celebration, and I always see that, 
And then I keep scrolling. Because bold of you to assume I want to associate with you. <laughs> anyway. Shall we talk Star Wars? Maybe. Debatable at best. Yeah. Uh, 16 so- minutes in? No way. <laughs> Which one is Star Wars? <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the Jedi. As they are featured prominently in this book. Famously in the title. Yeah, I was about to say their, their names in the name of the book, so that's going to happen a little bit. It's like the well, Leo meme. Well, Rise of Skywalker wasn't necessarily named appropriately, and here we are. <laughs> but we are all Skywalkers. Oh, Jesus. Are we? Are we oh, all? my we God. Go. <laughs> he admitted it. Uh, so, yeah, we see a little bit more of the kind of internal Jedi decision-making happening here. Uh, both by the council and by some individual Jedi. They still kind of lack self-awareness, yeah? Yeah, I could not get over the line where, I forget who it was at this point, um, but whoever's perspective the interlude is in thinks like, well, some people want to know if the Jedi are following the will of the Force, but the Jedi are the will of the Force. And I was like, oof, all right. The yeah. Force wills us, so we're the will of the Force. Yeah, strong, like, Catholic church vibes. I was going to say very, like, divine right of yeah. things. Shit. Yeah, no comment on Manifest Destiny. It's fine. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, Jorah Mali, soon to be the uh, warden of Starlight Beacon. So what could go wrong? Yeah, sounds great. With an attitude like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's not ideal, I don't think, if you just... And, and to be fair, we talked last week about how Elzar is kind of the same way, where he's like, we have the Force. We can use the Force. Why shouldn't we use the Force? And it's like, you know, it's it's several steps further down that path, I would argue. But it is, you know, and further down the path of arrogance. But it's... You never want people with largely unlimited power to be arrogant. Yeah, see, I I don't know if that's the same thing. Like, I, I'm really with Elzar on that because he's like, we can use the Force to do these things that work and that are helpful. And we see this um, in one of the many weird Force shit episodes in this section. He just fucking makes it rain when the droids are overheating and the little smart nerds um mega droid thousands of droids thing to droid um, network yeah to like to predict the emergences and i think i'm just being contrarian he's not like the arrogant kind of jedi he's like oh we have the force we should use it like we can we can do something with this and the jedi are like not like that big catholic church vibes um but yeah, I agree. You don't you don't want them to be arrogant and very like <laughs> Well, yes. We have the power, so we shall decide what to do with it because the force wills us because we can use the force. I'm like that's not how that math goes. Also, you can't do math with words. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine math with words but yeah no <laughs> I mean, and that's what algebra is but i hear you okay you know what Ooh, strong point rana 
Okay, so if El was our man word, for the whole podcast, if El was our man, is in his little speeder going this many kilometers an hour. Oh my god! Yeah. How long is it? <laughs> yeah, we're until Yoda destroys the entire fucking galaxy because he's an arrogant war criminal. Yeah, that's one thing I was thinking about. Um, was like, oh, Yoda, this is the same force, not not force, capital F, but the same like group that Yoda is in charge of shortly thereafter and seems to be largely still in charge of at this point. Um, yeah, it's interesting to see that he has had like, cause you can say for some of this, okay, maybe these people aren't good at putting themselves in context. They're not thinking about how they're acting. They don't have a seventh generations principle. Like they're like, all right, whatever. These are my actions now, how they affect the universe. But Yoda has, should have the clairvoyance to be thinking of things as they're going to be impacting generations and generations so it's it's just interesting to me that there's no self-awareness when beings have lived for hundreds of years and are going to still be alive to see the consequences bold of you to assume that a notably not self-aware Jedi (laughs) would be self-aware I always thought maybe he was like cantankerous in his old age you know well he was also that which was fun Beating but him Luke with his little cane. Yeah, but he, yeah. he wasn't cantankerous until after he ruined the galaxy, though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, it's like he'd already done his uh, his damage. He just wanted to hit a twink with a... <laughs> stick. Cane? Yes. Uh, and yet, to look at the other side of this coin, in contrast to the Jedi of... Skywalker era of the of the Republic era, as opposed to the High Republic era, the Low Republic, shall we say? Uh, Republic, Republic the Lesser, Repu- <laughs> Republic like the, the lesser, lesser Republic. That's a good one. Um, there are at least five Jedi who don't want to go to war. In this case, yeah. which is arguably more than we know of <laughs> in. Republic the Lesser. Yeah, Do we true. though? Some of them were just like. I mean, I mean they, no, they we just know, had like very weak spines for sure. We know Master Balaba. There's a couple more in the comics, but largely they didn't fight it. Well, sure. At least that we know of. Yeah, that all uh, I will allow that. <laughs> and they are actually discussing like. What are the ramifications of going to war? Admittedly, a lot of them are discussing it in terms of, is this going to be complicated? <laughs> Which is also not ideal. Do I have to stay late today? <laughs> it's like, how much effort do I have to put into this if we go to war? Yeah, they're kind of treating it with like the same amount of time people treat deciding when to schedule a meeting. Like, oh, am I going to have to get ready at, like, 7.30 for my presentation? I'm mm-hmm. not going to do Ouch. it. I don't oh, want to have a back-to-back. It's just... A Friday afternoon meeting? No way. Yeah. No champagne allowed? Come on. I... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And, I mean, maybe this is a bigger topic, but I feel like the whole point of the High Republic is to show, like, obviously the golden age of the Jedi. But if we're looking at them with these rose colored glasses, then like, yeah, they're going to be 
more principled and have, you know, better and higher ideals than the shit-ass council we get in the Skywalker saga, who's like, what? Oh no, my hand slipped. There's an emperor now. He's a Sith Lord. We just ignored that part. Missed that entirely. Had like one conversation at a funeral and then decided not to follow up on it. Yep. So like, it, it makes sense that there are people who are like, maybe we shouldn't go to war. Because I don't know if I can reference a specific thing in this part of the book but we have kind of seen that like there is a differentiation between the Republic and the Jedi uh, I think I brought this up last episode but when or the episode before but when they're first dealing with the stuff on the uh, is it Hetzel? Yes. Mm-hmm. On the Hetzel system um, I'm sorry, just quickly, which moon, rooted or fruited? Okay, yeah, you I know what? The names of those <laughs> it's in the system. It's in the space around it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the, the Republic cruiser shows up with all the Jedi, it's clear that, like, okay, the Jedi need to be in charge of this. They're going to do it. Like, the, the Admiral's like, I am ceding everything to Avar Chris. Avar? Avar. 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 HBIC, um, but like in the in the Lesser Republic, that does not exist. Like mm-hmm. the Jedi are generals. It's yeah, very different. Though there is definitely some level of weaving of the two because it, like I don't think that Avar Chris and the other Jedi would be able to be sitting in a meeting with. Um, you know, really high-level people in the Republic if there wasn't some sort of intermingling of the Jedi. And I hear what you're saying, though. The Jedi seem to be much more focused on a different cause. But they definitely have access to more information, and I think they have some sort of um, relationship. Though though it does seem like people are uncomfortable with that relationship, so maybe Mm -hmm. it is new. Yeah, and you're right. They they do have that, and, like... You know, Avar Chris and the the higher ups and the Jedi and senior members of the council are meeting. <clears throat> excuse me, with the with the Chancellor, but there is still like some form of delineation. It's not just everything is one big clusterfuck. There's a better word, but I'll go with that. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, and I think kind of the weight with which the that interlude at the end of this section was handled was important because it is a turning point, you know, like, yes, we saw Avar and the Republic uh, Admiral working together, but that was a not planned and B a rescue mission uh, when they were working together during the great disaster. And Mm -hmm. now you see them explicitly being like, all right, master Mally, you take your flagship and you link up with, the Republic Defense Coalition fleet. And you go do this. And that is that's a that's a watershed moment to be like not only are the Jedi going to fight, but the Jedi are going to fight as part of the Republic. Whereas previously they they do have 
very defined lines of separation between them. Even though they work together, the Jedi are not beholden to what the Chancellor wants. She asks for help. She doesn't order it. Well, shit, I haven't read any of the other books. This is my only exposure so far to the High Republic, but maybe this is the turning point, you know? It's like yeah. it, it's a big enough disaster that, you know, things are just falling out of hyperspace, which is not a super, like, they kind of know hyperspace, but it's something that's impacting the whole galaxy, and they do need help from the Jedi. The Re- like, the Republic cannot do it alone. They do not have uh, the resources to do it, and obviously the Jedi can do things like slow down the entire shit of Tabanagas so that the whole system doesn't explode. Like, there has to be some point in galactic history where that changed. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think I said in our first episode that, like, the Great Disaster is the high point of the Jedi Order in this, you mm-hmm. know, series of eras. You know, obviously we don't know before the Great Sith War and, and, and whatever. But, like... That's the Old Republic? Yeah. Uh, if that's what they're still calling it. Who knows? Um, but, like, we have seen the height of their powers, and now we are seeing them make mistakes that admittedly we know how it ends like 200 years down the road so we know that it's a slippery slope but we know that this is not necessarily a good decision it may have been the only decision because the nile are a threat but it doesn't make it a good one and so i you know it does make you wonder have we seen the jedi at their best in you know page 10 of this book and it's all downhill from here I think it was actually like page 67. Um, no, that's bullshit. No, a, a great point though. Like it's, again, I, I had really high hopes for the the High Republic and I, I, I'm loving it so far, but I'm like curious to see now where the order goes and like, will we see the leadership kind of start to oh gosh there's a word I'm looking for I don't know what it is this has been a point barely I believe you I'm (laughs) muted but I just laughed out loud (laughs) (laughs) thank you Um. um just like a lighter note that's also just deeply depressing um not all jedi are bad and have to deal with all these decisions that there's only one decision uh so in this section we did see like a it was a memorial kind of situation for the folks who um died in the great instant what what are we calling it great disaster great disaster um i just like have a lot of feelings about Buryaga. he's such a good boy like he's such a good boy and he sees surge the little boy from the first section and like nobody is talking to this kid and then he has to deal with all of his you know little little kid feelings and he has to have a translator like to be able to reach out that's got to be frustrating yeah but he just hugs him 
and everything gets better and it just makes me feel very soft inside i it did also like on a slightly less serious note though i do agree it made me realize that even jedi are awkward sometimes like all i could think and that was i thought the author did a really good job of like capturing that feeling you know you're at this like work event and you feel like you shouldn't be there but there's like really good like pepper jack cheese cubes <laughs> and you're like oh what's there's that oh there's a little kid here what's that kid's what's going through that person's mind why is no one talking to them i don't know i just thought that that awkwardness was captured very well and i agree poor Buryaga. you don't you don't want to be there but <sighs> Buryaga does have excellent Your co-workers making you do a shot in the corner and Again, we have very different co-working <laughs> shot experiences. Buriaga has excellent and very similar instincts at a party to myself. You know, just avoid the crowds. Go to the go food. Go for the cheese. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we Same. can all relate to that. And yes. that's why we have a Star Wars podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they, you're right. They Poor Buriaga and Little Surge, too, whose information ended up being like a major point of validation for what they end up deciding to do with the Nile. Yeah, and it's, like, really, really lucky for the Jedi that he was in one of the, you know, cubes of people that Mm -hmm. they saved because, you know, there was only a handful of other folks who saw what actually happened, and they're all kind of dead. And they're also lucky that he was a mischievous little kid who was where he shouldn't have been. Yeah, exactly. It's true. A series of very fortunate events. What a callback. Heavy sigh. (laughs) I also, I don't know that we ever find out for sure, but I hope Serge's parents were in that uh, compartment that they were then able to save a few chapters later. Oh, that would be nice. I'd have been living in a compartment for like a week, but you know. Eh. Mm. That's space. We can hope. (laughs) I don't don't think we do find out, so I, I do like to hope. Yeah, I don't think we find out either, which is sad. We can pretend. It's fine. It's it's fake and in space. We can make the rules. Mm-hmm. You have your own canon. Your it's head true. canon. Um, and then we also, we, we have to talk about the Force again. Yeah. And how ascendant the light side is right now. Because, as Miranda mentioned, they literally made it rain using the Force. <laughs> But not like the way people make it rain with currency. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, maybe that, too. We don't know what they're doing in their spare time. No one said that has to have attachments. Listen, Um, it was Elzar. I believe either one. Yeah. (laughs) I love the, like, when he's doing it, he kind of looks over at Avar and he's like, just go with me on this, okay? They summon the clouds. I think they're very lucky that their droids are so waterproof. Yeah, right. Like adding water to technology usually does not solve the problem. When it's already sparking as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that usually it. doesn't help. It's like I've seen that episode of Pokemon. I know what happens when you add water to electricity. Sorry, do you mean every episode of Pokemon? No, specifically, I mean the one it's like the in the first handful of episodes when Ash is in Brock's gym. And he can't oh, defeat yeah, the right. onyx, so he breaks the um, the fire sprinkler thing so that the room fills up with water, and then Pikachu electri- electrocutes the shit out of onyx. You know what? I do remember that. always appreciated Pokemon's commitment to fire safety. <laughs> <laughs> um, other, other cool shit. Uh, Porter Angle deflected a blaster bolt with his hand. Mm-hmm. 
which very casual so far uh we have seen that from darth vader and ray and this is also like a ship blaster bolt too it's not like from a gun right wasn't this or was he not the one who did this from the ship maybe i, I just thought it was talking about. from a gun i thought it was um loden oh, who oh did, during the nile chase the ship, yeah and yeah, he yeah. had his he yeah. had his lightsaber although that was also very impressive technically Sorry. kylo ren a little bit stopped a blaster bolt once that's true he didn't deflect it with his hand, though. He just had to be extra about it. No, he stopped it with his hand. Yeah, not not, he didn't deflect it, though. Well, no. He yes, thank, thank you for agreing with me. <laughs> I know, <laughs> he, 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 deflected it. It. he stopped deflect- it with his hand. He deflected it in the opposite direction, Chris. <laughs> but at a very Kylo slow Ren rate. Kylo did not. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> what at the fuck rate? are you talking about, Chris, in the beginning of... Uh, in the beginning of what's that movie called, Miranda? The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. We Star, Star Wars. Wars pod. Yeah, when Poe shoots at him and he goes, "No, I'm very aware, it. but there is no <laughs> deflection happening." It deflects in the opposite direction. What does the word deflect mean to you, Kristen? Use it in a sentence. Technically speaking, if he stops that, that is a deflection. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I think the difference here is that Chris is referring to deflection as like bouncing it off to another area. Deflection means to change direction by interposing something. So making it go in the opposite direction. (laughs) Making it go in the opposite direction. It's movement. Well, then it deflected. Gravity does not count for the deflection. No, oh, no. He when, like, he, when he like he lets like go yoink, of it after yeah, he has like yoinked his it. cuffs. Yeah. yeah. It continues yeah. on the same path. But in the opposite direction. No, it, not in the opposite direction. It conti- it goes the exact same way it was already it, it, going. He just lets it, hits it go. The, it hits his ship. I hate this. I hate it here. I have <laughs> not seen Force Awakens in a long time. I could not I, tell I, you. I, I've I'm, seen it a lot of times, but not recently. Uh, I guess we have to do a rewatch. Yeah, I guess we oh, do. No. We hate watching uh, Star Wars. Control. Situation normal. <laughs> I famously hate The Force Awakens. Uh, I anyway. don't know you well enough to know if you're being sarcastic. I, I oh. am. I fucking. She's seen it maybe more than any other Star Wars. Even more than I Attack mean, of the Clones. I was going to say you're it's fine. no yeah. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> no, no, I've seen it more than anything. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, that's my relationship with Empire, which just means I'm a basic bitch. So. I think Chris <laughs> is right, and I'm really upset. <laughs> Sorry, how come we get Chris that is in right, but when I agree with him, I'm not right. That you all should also know that Kristen earlier said that I was the least hot member of the pod. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm very personally. I offended. did not say that. Do you know her exact words were, "I think we're all hot, but we're on us pretty normal." <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about mic volume. It's fine. No, nope, only we producer things. It. No, so we're all, hate we're all, all of you. I don't think this is why I'm not on this podcast and We've all seen anymore. my Instagram. It's okay. We there's know. A, there's a, we there's know what a my face looks like. Here. She revealed her true feelings for me. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a good one. It's not over <laughs> yet. <laughs> um, speaking of the force, one one other thing that needs to be brought up. Uh, so you know how oftentimes in the Skywalker saga, people fall distances, really any nature, and it generally appears to hurt. Bell jumped out of a spaceship. With a little kid. With, well, yeah, he caught a kid. Caught a kid in the air oh, and then landed down. on his feet and was fine. Okay, also, to be fair, the Jedi in the High Republic seemed to be a lot more capable and just, like, way smarter than anybody we meet in 
the Skywalker saga. Do you think there's anything having to do with the fact that there are way more Jedi in this than there Probably. are in the Skywalker saga? Like, I almost wonder if it's some sort of thing where I can't think of the terms, the physics terms for this, but where, like, the more people are putting in and, like, channeling into the Force is, like, strengthening their ability to tap into it. I don't know. I, mi- I would believe that. You might say That's they're acting theory. as Force multipliers. <laughs> I wish I could say that we were muted for that, but no, that awkward silence was in fact our response. Crushed it. <laughs> Crushed it. Um, no, but I... Do we know that there are more Jedi in this era? I guess there, we don't know that, but it seems that be. way. It seems it does, like there yeah. are thousands of them. Like, they, they have enough... T- I mean, and also, granted, we don't get a whole lot of uh, exposure because it's literally just the fall of the Republic. And everything's gone to shit anyway. Um, but I think we see most of them on Geonosis. Like. And, in yeah. Well, never mind. That's not accurate what I was going to say. Or, or maybe just the, the prequels are hyper-focused on the chosen one. I think, and this is, I can't remember if this is in the movie or in, like, a novelization or something. So I could be entirely wrong. But I'm pretty sure there are roughly 10,000 Jedi at the time of Attack of the Clones, and the ones oh, they wow. bring to Geonosis are just the ones that they could rustle the up ones on in short the neighborhood. notice. Yeah. I guess I just thought that, like, because, like, partially because of Geonosis, and also partially because of the very small number of people on the council and in the meetings with the council, I just kind of assumed that they were, that they did not have that many, but 10,000. Okay, so maybe there aren't more than there are in the Skywalker trilogy era. I, I still feel like there's. A fuck ton. Or at least it seems like their their presence is more solid. Is that the word? I don't know. But like their presence means more. Mm-hmm. They are certainly more feared, I think. Like if we compare what the Nile, who seem much more fearsome than the entire group of everyone in all of the prequels. Um, but, you know, if we compare them to the reaction we see in the beginning of The Phantom Menace, like, I don't know. No? Okay. Yeah. That's cool. No, I think that's super fair. I'll drink some water. <laughs> no, I think I you're exactly right, Rana. Mm, no one's ever said that to me. Thank you, Chris. I'm uh, just kidding. Look at Burb's face. I know this, like, is a, this is a you're, podcast. You're clearly, you're clearly not a Capricorn. <laughs> No, I'm not. That's some fire sign energy. (laughs) Sorry, once again, have we met Rana? Um, What we did in this book. Technically. We sure fucking did. Say more about that, Rana. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I had to bring that up. Um, So this is my first exposure to Rana Kant. And I'm going to assume it's Kant because everything else sounds too much like a different word. But... um, I um, are you sure I, it's not, not Kant? I was like, going to say I can only assume you're referring Kant. to German philosopher Immanuel Kant. Yes, <laughs> exactly. that was Burb and I were on the same page. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm worried if I say that I'm going to say something else, and mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, I've seen too many like British shows recently, so that word has become very casual to me, and I'm like, ooh, gotta be cautious with this. Um, but yeah, I thought I was just a bad Star Wars fan for not knowing about this character, but then I googled her, and she only shows up as a living creature in this book, so. Haha, ha, jokes on me. But yeah, uh, I don't know. There's not really anything to say about her. I was just excited because I never expected to see my name. And I'll probably be really sad if I ever listen to the audiobook because I'm sure they don't pronounce it like my name. But let me have this. It's a small win, okay? Hey, Keeks, if you were to read along with us and listen to the audiobook, you could answer that question, in fact. 
Yes. Uh, maybe I'll read it the rest of the way. Listen to it the rest of the way for the rap. Cool. But then I never know what the fuck you guys are talking about because I didn't see it and I'm such a visual person, mm. but I'm not such a visual person that um, I can read. So. Classic. I feel like that sentence kind of describes all of our relationship with books despite having a book podcast. We just can't really read. It's very true. Wow, that was a bad joke. I apologize. Our like three listeners, I'm sorry. <laughs> They're shaking. Used to their be head. more, but we keep fucking up. <laughs> They're just kind of leaving and like ghosting on us. It's real awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, I feel like we should just leave it there. There's a there's a point on the outline left, but that point is. <laughs> I don't know but what we need something here. So I wrote I, that. I'm no, sorry. I, I when I looked at the outline there the was ni- nothing. The there Nile was nothing. I think do play an important role in this. I will be that okay. asshole. Mm. Do it. No, um, do it. Define. Don't oh let us go. Oh my god, how resist. dare you That's give fine. us content for the pod? Oh my god, how rude. Chris was trying to end class, Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, and I've always been that fucking kid, so you're That welcome. does not surprise me. Yeah, that's Did you miss the Capricorn part? <laughs> No um, one ever missed the Capricorn part means, with you, Burb. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> so there's like a couple of like very funny things that happen here. And when I say very funny, I mean one of them is very funny. One of them is not. They're total assholes. Um, you know, this in this section, we kind of see the end of the chase on um, what's the metal planet? Uh, Elfrona. Elfrona. Um and they're like, oh, fuck, they're Jedi, right? Like, we got to deal with this now. And they try to be all sneaky and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then they throw a child out of a fucking spaceship. Yeah. And, like, we know they're all garbage. Good, good fucking Lord. Well, even they are like, are you sure? That and seems like, a little bit harsh. Um, But maybe the funniest thing that happens in this book <laughs> is when... uh. What storm strike cloud? Tempest. Tempest. The the one tempest. Kasav. Kasav. (laughs) He's like, I can just make money and get out of this whole agreement situation I've got with the rest of the. um, Famously, how back alley deals work. They always work out so well for you. So well, and he's like, okay, I'm just gonna go to this planet and be like. You're all about to die, but I can stop you if you give me all this fucking money. And like, <laughs> sorry, I'm in a audiobook right now. read by. Wasn't Burr. ready for that. <laughs> I am in a mood. Uh, I champagne. Had a decent amount of prosecco. Um, but he's he's like, oh, this will work. But like, we've seen so far that he's a fucking idiot, and he just botches the whole thing. And I just think we need to think about that. We we don't have to talk about it. We can take it home, ponder on it, you know, kind of nibble on those thoughts. But he really fucks up the whole thing for the Nile. And yeah, he just, does. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I think they even think about that in... Um, Oh my god, my brain is so tired. What? It, well, uh, I'm much less tired than I normally am because we're recording an hour early, but... Um, what the hell is her name? The one they say has flashed the color of swamp water. She named her ship after herself. Oh, Lorna yeah, D. yeah. 
Yeah, bitch. thank you, Lorna D. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was trying to say the name of someone I used to work with many years ago, and I was like, I know that's not right. <laughs> um, but Lorna D. even thinks about that repeatedly of like, well, now we're fucked because they have this one point to know about the Nile, and now they're going to track these other points. And so she doesn't make their situation any better. <laughs> that's true. No, and it's, you know, what could have gone wrong with Kasov's plan of doing extremely difficult and detailed uh, blaster work while on cocaine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot it's about a great that idea. part. <laughs> I'm just like, this seems like a good idea. And then he blames it on someone else who's also on drugs. <laughs> it's they're, like, they're you... They're all on drugs. <laughs> you know you're just as high, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's the Spider-Man meme pointing back at yeah, each exactly. other. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I also love, did, did any of y'all catch that uh, after he got 50 million from Iriadu, uh, he told... Uh, the rest of the Nile that he got 30 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Always Wasn't a little shit. Though I have to wonder like, Probably. what are they using for this? Are these like offshore accounts? I, the other Nile must have some sort of access to their fund history. I mean, that's, that's they, the beauty of space. Rana. Everything's the offshore. Islands. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Whatever the equivalency of the, offshore is like, the, the space they, they can't be getting like physical, ingots of gold or something like i don't yeah. understand how that's working <laughs> yeah i know their credits thank you that you're right this is star wars but like for their republic credits like where is this going like the other other tempests must have some knowledge of whatever account they have that doesn't link them all i don't know they seem sophisticated but i don't know if they're that sophisticated yeah, I don't know why. Like, now that you say that, I think of like, wait a second, they're all like doing drugs and drinking, and like, not that that's not sophisticated, but like, they're all doing this like to celebrate having killed people, and like, when someone made a minor mistake, throwing them out of an airlock or children. Um, like, yeah, I guess they're not super sophisticated, but it it seems like you know they they kind of have an understood agreement about like. Hey, we won all this money. We're gonna split it the four ways. Um, there's no way they don't have like side accounts, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, and they do get called like small or low level many times by people outside of their league. Yeah, they're yeah. they're criminals. They're doing a great job, but as we've seen, they're all also fucking idiots. Yeah, they're very sure. bad at what they do. But and they do the, have style. They do, and I respect it. I just really love the concept of hyperspace travel, easy. Mobile banking, terrible. Oh, problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you ever been stuck on an automated phone line? It kind of checks out. <laughs> I mean, shit, we still haven't figured it out. Nothing gets me angrier faster than that. Well, yeah. maybe being cut like cut off in traffic, but like your call is very important to us. When when they're like, <laughs> "Sorry, I couldn't catch that," and then you say it six hundred times, and it's always like, "Did you say you want to pay?" This bill three times? <laughs> like, no. Representative. Let me speak to a human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Press zero 900 times. I'm sorry. That's not in my command. Oh, Makes God. me want to kill everyone. Not everyone on Earth, just like the robots. Just the automated <laughs> voice. Yeah, just whoever programmed this thing. Gotta get the robots before they get us. That is oh, that a deeply note. problematic point in Star Wars. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There are, there are at least L- L- several Star Wars like a- characters that would agree with me. 
L3 <laughs> would like a word. Is all I'm saying. That's true. And Mando would like a word back. I was going to say Mando's in the same boat as you, Chris. He agrees. Um, yeah. I feel like... Oh, I did it. I was like, I had something. Um, so did, so uh, did anybody catch where the uh, where Kosov extorted money from? I don't remember. So... Uh, yes. And so the governor of... I know that? Well, the governor of Ariadu we just said, noted, just said it yes, <laughs> noted that they're, they're hunters and they're coming for revenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ariadu is most known for being home of the Tarkins. Tarkins. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, so yes. Kassov's fucked. She's not going to do so good. <laughs> Bitch is going to get flayed alive. <laughs> uh, all right. On that note. Thanks for listening to episode 153 of the Book Wars Pod, everyone. Uh, I can't believe we made it this far. I know. I can't believe we made it through the episode. Oh, not us. Like, anyone who could possibly be listening. So, no one, but that's okay. Honestly, as a society, it's shocking we made it to 2022. (laughs) Did we? Also that. Uh, We're there. Well, if it's not all a simulation. Uh, Anyway, next episode, we're finishing the book, chapter 36, through to the end. If you have the means, first and foremost, donate to uh, your local food bank, donate blood, or donate to the Cyber Civil Rights Initiative at cybercivilrights.org. And then if you want to support us, you can donate to the Tosh Station Radio Patreon. Helps us cover our hosting production costs, as does giving us coffee at ko-fi.com. Um... Our theme song is Quiz Bang by Pottington Bear. Our logo and artwork are by Joby Terra Design. And our audio and production are done, as always, by Kristen Keeks McDonald. Uh, for, from all of us, <laughs> from all of us, Argos, Cerberus, Jasper, Orca, Tony, Yeah, Keeks, you better Burr. name your pets. Uh, Thank you. Listen. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I am the most important member of this you podcast. You give my dog credit for his contributions. He puts the most in the outline. hard work behind me. <laughs> He's an angel. Orca's a little shit. This is this is correct. Tony um, contributes to the outline more than any of us. It's That's true. Saw it true. here. We're, pre- we're pretty sure that Orca had a nightmare last night because he started whining in the middle of the night and like not because he had to go out. Poor Orky. <sighs> I didn't want children, (laughs) and now I still don't. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, from all of us, thank you for listening. Talk to you next week. I can't believe you almost left the pets off. I didn't almost <laughs> leave the pets off. You did. I, no, you it's because them for the coffee. Section. Well, no, it's because I, I don't like to say like if you give us coffee, we'll post pictures because the world sucks now. We just post pictures anyway. We just post pictures. True. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>